Have you ever found yourself in a tough situation where you would rather skirt the issue than be uncomfortable in addressing it? Avoiding the elephant in the room not only puts you at a disadvantage, it steals your confidence and leaves you feeling vulnerable and alone. Today, we will discuss the reasons why women tend to avoid tough situations and ways to not only address the elephant in the room, but to create a successful path moving forward. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Facara, two professional women bringing you over 40 years combined experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders in the male-dominated medical device industry. Grounded in grit, our mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry, helping them tap into their potential, magnify their mindset, and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to our listeners and good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Lisa, and good morning to everyone. We are excited to be here today to talk about an issue that's uncomfortable for many people, and that is the metaphor of discussing when there's an elephant in the room. Sometimes people say a 500 pound gorilla. We have moments where there are conversations that we know are uncomfortable and we will rather avoid them than face them head on. So in business, it's very important to keep momentum going. And when you come across obstacles that are in your way, it's that moment where we got to figure out how do we fix it? But ignoring an elephant in the room doesn't really get us anywhere. Would you agree on that? Yes. Yes, I would, Cindy. You know, it's funny. I think we all deal with elephants in the room and both personal as well as professional um, parts of our lives. You know, I mean, elephant in the room and personal could be an argument that you and your spouse or your significant other um, just can't seem to get around. And it's causing so much friction and you end up walking around the house, stomping your feet and you're pissed at each other and you won't look at each other in the eyes. And it's like, that is getting you nowhere <laughs> except making the situation even worse. When if you just sat down and talked about it, you probably resolve it within five minutes with two level heads. And the same thing can happen to us in our business world. You know, we have a lot of different obstacles that we have to overcome, um, both as women, as well as women in the sales industry. And of course, women in a medical device sales industry, which is dominated by men. So we have a lot of obstacles, both spoken and unspoken, that we need to learn how to overcome. Um, so today we're going to be talking and discussing some of those elephants in the room. And when I sit and think about it, it reminds me of like a closet. And in that closet is this big, fat, gray elephant that like all of his blubber is like in the way of the door and you can't even get into the closet to find what you're going to wear today. It's like, okay, if I squeeze past his one little wrinkle, maybe I can get around him and I can grab that sweater and get out. And nobody's even going to notice I was here. And that's truthfully, that's just not the way to do it. You have to acknowledge the elephant. You have to figure out the way you're going to deal with the elephant. 
And then ultimately our goal is to remove the elephant from the closet, from the room, and then be able to walk in freely and do what you need to get done and get out. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. Talk about acknowledging the elephant in the room, strategizing to approach how we are going to address this and ultimately eliminate the elephant. But Lisa, I have to say, I'm picturing you walking into this closet, but then I'm also picturing like you being on one side of the room and me being on the other and, you know, being pressed. And we're talking about the weather today and nobody is mentioning, well, this elephant's sitting on my foot, this elephant's <laughs> on my shoulder. Like, can we just address what's in front of us? And I really, really think that's one of the biggest things is acknowledging it. But, you know, why do we tend to avoid this? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think <laughs> one of the biggest things is, look, it's uncomfortable, right? I mean, you don't want to deal with the uncomfortableness. It's so much easier to avoid it, procrastination. But at the end of the day, if you've been, if you've been doing this as long as we have, you know, the problem isn't going to go away. It usually tends to only get worse over time. And then by the time you finally do address it, not only is it like a baby Dumbo, it's like a freaking African savanna, biggest, largest, fattest elephant in the world. And now you got to figure out how to deal with a 24,000 pound animal versus maybe like a five or 10,000 pound animal. And though we're using this as our, um, our metaphor, I mean, it's true. It, it can absolutely happen. And, you know, another thing that can be is maybe that elephant isn't as big as you're assuming it is. And so if you address it early on in a smart way, you'll probably eliminate it a lot faster than if you let it sit there and build and build and build. So we're definitely going to be talking about that. I think we really need to just rephrase what you just said, because it happens so often where it's, it's an assumption that the elephant that you feel in the room is not seen by the other person. So what we think is an issue, maybe they've forgotten or maybe they don't really know what you're talking about. So our behavior and our avoidance may be really for no reason. And you know, communication is what backs this up to begin with. Is you know, if you're if you're very forward in communication and you are aware of what the other person is thinking by not assuming what the other person is thinking, um, I, I think that's really important. And then you know, something else you said about it being uncomfortable is think about when there is an issue that two people are aware of, two parties are aware of. And it's just, why, why do we think we hesitate? I think it's more of just fear. You know, we don't want to be, we don't want to have conflict. You know, we don't want to, um, many people don't want to be confrontational. They want to understand, um, and just make it go away. It's a lot easier to be passive aggressive sometimes than actually just dealing with an issue. And so some of that comes from lack of confidence. You know, this is a theme that we have over our past 10 episodes seems to come up quite frequently. And I think this is going to be fun today to really talk about a lot of things that we do in our career is build confidence for situations that we don't want to always be in. Yet if we resolve, we can really probably have some great, um, some great results. Yeah, that's a great point. And you know, I'm sure you've had a number of examples of this in your dealings with physicians over the years, Cindy, because obviously those are our customers, our, our main customers. And so why don't you, uh, why don't you give a good example? Cause I know you have, I know you have a ton. Well, certainly that will just start with something very commonly, because I think many people listening can relate to this when 
you are a medical device sales rep. You have a product that you're representing. And let's say you have a physician that either has used your product in the past or won't use your product. Now, how many of us have thought, well, he won't use it because ABC in my head, okay? Have you ever had a conversation where the reasons you think they won't use it are completely different than what you thought? So I, I think this is so important because that to me is an elephant in the room, okay? Because you have to do your job. You've got to move this product. But there may be circumstances that are in your control, which would be what you can control is have a conversation. You know, okay, doctor, so we've used this a year ago, but we haven't had a chance to use it since. What are the reasons? Could it be you haven't been there? Could it be they just forgot? Could it be they had contract issues change? There's so many things, but what you do not want to do, you don't want to be the rep that walks in to go speak to the doctor knowing, oh, I need him to use my product. Why is he not using it? But I don't want to ask him. So, hey, doc, how are you? Oh, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, did you have fun with your kids? Maybe he's thinking, well, gee, I guess she doesn't really care enough to see if, if I can help in this situation or didn't ask me about any patients. Maybe I had an opportunity to use her product. There's so many different things going on that it is so simple. If we just sit down, be upfront and be honest and say, hey, doc, do you have a few minutes? Let's sit down. You know, we used your product before. Can you tell me what has changed? Is there anything I can do for you? How can I better serve your hospital? What do you need from me? And you would be amazed at, at the answers because it may not at all be what you're thinking. And then if it is, then you get to discuss it. If it's something that you did, let's just say it's something that you did. Okay, well, wouldn't it be better to know, okay, I need to handle this in a better situation. The doctor would say, maybe next time, don't interrupt me or something when I'm talking. Now you know, now you go do a case and it's great. You get to eliminate the unknown eliminate the elephant in the room and now go forward on the same level. And it's, it's amazing what difference it can make in, in your job. Yeah. I'm, I'm in total agreement with you, Cindy. You know, I think sometimes what we put into our head, we make up these crazy stories. And then by the time we're actually in the situation, again, it's much bigger than probably even what it truly is. You know, I think you just need to be upfront and honest about, you know, honest, ask the questions. How can I, how can I make the situation better? How can I earn your business back? You know, ask them, or, or if you know what you did wrong, then admit it and then ask how you can move forward from there. You know, another example, and this actually, this happened a while back. It was one of our colleagues um, and another, well, one of my colleagues in a former company um, was really worried about a new manager coming in. And the reason why he was worried about it was he and this manager had had, they had worked together, I guess, at a past life and business, and it wasn't good. They had a very contentious relationship. One didn't like the other. And this rep was like a really great performing rep. And all of a sudden, I mean, it was like, he was a scaredy cat and he would come to me and just say to me, well, Lisa, so-and-so is assigning me all this work. You know, I know it's because we had bad blood 20 years ago and all of this stuff. And it was a very like passive aggressive behavior. And I, I felt terrible for the guy, but I'm like, just go talk to him, like sit down with him and say, Hey, I know we had a bad relationship, you know, 10 years ago, 
but I'm a better rep here. You know, I've obviously done very well here, or even if you hadn't done well, you know, we're in a different situation now, 10 years um, ahead now. Let's talk about this like adults. Let's address the issue. And then let's move forward to have a good, positive working relationship versus this understated, weird, passive aggressive behavior that we have going on right now, which is childish. And it's really not going to get you anywhere. So, you know, again, just like you mentioned before, Cindy, talking about it, being open and honest with it, asking the questions and laying it out on the table and then discussing it like two normal adults with little to no emotion involved. It's amazing what you can get accomplished when you just, you know, handle it like you should handle it like a business agreement. I think that is a really, really good example. And I know you said that was somebody that you, that you knew from a long time ago, but I feel like that, that situation comes up quite often and even in life. And sometimes it's just assuming again, that, you know, this is all because of something and maybe it's not. So that is it. That's a perfect example where I think we can kind of go into what would that person do? You know, so how can we help give some strategies to start these conversations and, and eliminate this up in the room? Because um, I, I don't know that company, but um, you know, when I listen to you as an outsider, I think, wow, this person had a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry. Maybe it really wasn't over what he thought it was. And, and maybe it was meeting in the middle, or maybe it was what he doesn't understand is an initiative maybe coming from upper management that something changed, but not communicating just makes this tiny little baby Dumbo elephant become bigger, 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 and then you can't even get out of the room. And that's, that's not healthy. So let's talk about good ways to approach um, this elephant, beginning with the situation you just mentioned. First thing that I would think about would be asking for a meeting if you can in person with this person, you know, we talked about body language and eye contact and, and maybe if you could see the person for something that's an uncomfortable situation, it might be easier to speak with them. Um, now, something else to think about if you're going to try to meet in person, maybe make it a neutral place, like coffee shop, restaurant, where you're not going to be like that housewives of what was that one, New Jersey, where she flips the table and throws it, you know, I mean, you're not gonna be making a big scene anywhere, or you don't want people to hear you yelling. Um, pick a neutral place, meet in person, um, or maybe in an office or a yeah. hospital lobby, just somewhere yeah. where it's neutral and not offensive. Well, where it's comfortable for them as well as you. I agree with you. Neutral turf is always the best way to go. I will say this though, I think when it's a physician, that you need to talk to about a business, you know, whatever happened, either in a case or why you're trying to gain the business back, you need to do it in their office. You need to make an appointment, um, you know, with their nurse or their secretary and make sure that you are in their office. That way you're putting them on their, on the offensive. I mean, this is, you know, you're asking for the business back. So you need to be a little bit understanding that they're going to feel more comfortable meeting you in their office versus maybe even, you know, out for coffee. And, and sometimes they say, Hey, just grab a cup of coffee. I'll meet you at the coffee shop in the lobby. And that's fine. Maybe they don't want to do it in their office, but I think in this situation with the physicians, like you mentioned, you know, leave it up to them. Um, but I definitely think you need to do that in person. I do not think you need to have these discussions, 
especially if it's about business in an email or a text message that is so impersonal. It must be done in person, eye contact, body language, sitting down. And, you know, another thing that I think is really important is listening. Just sit and listen to them. Let them talk. Let them tell you how they feel. Because if you go right in with your agenda that's so crazy in your head, you know, it's just, it's right at the forefront. You got to spit it out. You're going to just blow up if you don't get it out. You need to learn how to take a breath, sit back and let them talk. Because sometimes you can actually figure out the reasons of what's behind the situation just by them talking. Very, very, very good points. And I just want to also reiterate when you mentioned text message and emails, they're just interpreted so differently. You can't get a tone, especially when there's an elephant in the room, especially when you receive a message between somebody that you think there's an elephant in the room, you may read it completely different than that's intended. And so to your point, how I could picture this, we found a neutral place. We're going to walk in, be very cordial. Hello, sit down, little small talk, just to kind of get comfortable. And then listen, you know, tell me what's on your mind. Open-ended questions will really help here and just let the conversation um, begin. And, you know, don't wait 20 minutes to get to it. Just say, you know, the reason I brought you here today and don't want to waste too much of your time is I want to address this issue. And let's just discuss both sides and and come to a neutral um, agreement. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, once you guys have had those conversations and again, remember to stay humble and very much, you know, active listening and empathetic, you also need to thank them for their time because they're taking time out to meet with you over a situation, whether or not you caused it, it's your agenda to get the situation resolved. So you need to thank them for their time in meeting with you and talking with you about this solution or this resolution, even if it's not even if to them it wasn't as big of a deal as it was to you, thank them for their time because they will also see that as a respect thing and that you respected their time, their energy, and their thoughts on the situation at hand, whatever it was. And Lisa, let's not forget we're women (laughs) and we have that high EI that we've discussed, that emotional intelligence, and not to mention we get emotional. So if you know you're sitting down to address something that makes you emotionally upset. Keep your emotions in check. Don't overanalyze. Don't get too upset. Just go in with good intentions. Listen, and you'd be amazed at once you can just start this conversation that hopefully you can come to a compromise and be able to move forward. Great point, Cindy. So, you know, talking about eliminating this elephant from the room, I mean, I really think we just need to recap it because that's the only way you're going to eliminate it. The first thing is to acknowledge it. Don't ignore it. Don't walk around it. Don't try and squeeze by it. Don't (laughs) small talk your way through it because none of that's going to work. You're going to have to acknowledge the fact that this situation has arise. And how are you going to address it with the physician, with the nurse, whoever the customer is, or your manager? You know, ask for time to sit and talk about it. In person is the best way to do it. You know, you get that one-on-one time with them. You're getting active feedback. Remember, you need to be patient and listen and let them talk and and hear what they have to say. You're allowing them to be on the offense and not the defense. You know, maybe meet in a neutral place or if anything in their office to give them that comfortable setting 
so that they're not uncomfortable discussing something. And remember the fact that this may not be as big of an issue as you're making it out to be in your head. So by listening to them and allowing them to talk, you may be able to figure out exactly what the situation is. And then you come to a resolution. You know, here's how I'm going to solve it. If it was a mistake that you made in a case or you spoke over somebody or you didn't bring the right devices to the case that you should have brought, then you need to acknowledge that. You need to say, you know what? I was in the wrong, my mistake. It'll never happen again. And, you know, if it was something that you didn't know, here are the steps that I took to learn this new procedure or whatever it was. You know, you need to give them your resolution of of how you're going to make the situation better and how you're going to earn their business back if indeed you did lose it or maybe it just stalled out. And, And figure out why it stalled out, not just, did you do something wrong? Maybe there are other factors playing in. And how can you help with those factors? So I think those are all really important um, things to keep in mind when you're trying to eliminate the elephant in the room. But the biggest thing is you need to make sure that you address it. You can't ignore it. You can't go around it. It's just going to snowball into something larger and bigger if you continue to push it aside. And absolutely. Lisa, what happens if we don't address this elephant? I mean, you know, if if you really think about how you can prolong this inevitable situation and you don't solve the problem. It's, it's thinking about just the cost of silence and how that can impact your, your relationship with your coworker, your relationship with your physician, and ultimately the progress moving forward for growth in your job. You can lose productivity. You'll get decreased motivation, disengagement when you're just allowing this elephant to get bigger and bigger and control this negative path of your job. And, you know, if, if it goes on long enough in extreme cases, you can have potential long-term consequences where if you didn't address something, you may lose an account completely. Yeah. Or you're so upset about it. You're calling other coworkers and you're, you're pulling them down and pulling in a negative work environment. And then, then what are you going to see? Instead of this company thriving and growing, you're going to have turnover. You're going to have um, people disengaging. You know, all of these things can just be a domino effect from something very simple of addressing an issue. And I just think that we kind of touched on this at the very beginning. Having the strategy that Lisa did an excellent job just summarizing our conversation. And again, I think it comes down to confidence. Just have the confidence that knowing this may not be comfortable and this isn't going to be easy, but I have to have the confidence that I need to address this so I can move my business forward. I can continue to grow as a rep. I can gain momentum. And it's so great when you resolve a conflict, how good you feel. I mean, you know, if you have that feeling, Lisa, you let's let's talk about the coffee shop situation. Let's say it was you and I as coworkers that needed to resolve something. And we we got out in the open, resolved it. When you stand up, you feel so light, right? You're so yeah. happy. You're like, oh good, this is over, and you can move on. And then next week you're like, why was that even a problem last week? Absolutely. I agree with you. And one of the things that you also um were mentioning, and it it just hit me is you know, no matter what the situation is, it can snowball and it can absolutely eat away at your business and your, your career for success because it leaves you vulnerable. It shows a weakness and it leaves you vulnerable and open for more things to happen, either just like this situation 
or the next situation that occurs is going to be way bigger than it should have been because you didn't address the elephant in the room to begin with. So our call to action today is quite simple. Don't let baby Dumbo become an African Savannah Jumbo. Okay, so seriously, Lisa and I Googled the largest African, I mean, the largest elephant is African Savannah elephant named Jumbo, and he was 24,000 pounds. So, okay, much easier said than done. I get that. And, you know, honestly, we um, talk about having confidence and courage to get over the avoidance of the elephant in the room. So the call to action really specifically is don't let the small things become so big. We need to acknowledge and recognize that elephant in the room. We discuss some strategies, figure out what works best for you, implement them, and then help that elephant exit the room. You know, Lisa and I really felt this discussion was important today because skirting an issue can have a negative impact on your business and career. And addressing the elephant in the room will provide a positive pathway and unlimited success in your career. Perfectly said, Cindy. Thank you very much for tuning in to another great episode of the Girls of Grit. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to write us in and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at the Girls of Grit, our website, thegirlsofgrit.com and LinkedIn, The Girls of Grit.